truth is, I am Iron Man. Lieutenant Dan! Inconceivable! I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to Flicks and Clicks. My name is Micah. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Dano. And today we're going to be talking about video games. It's going to be good. We're going to talk about Xbox versus PlayStation. And how Xbox is way better, or PlayStation is way better, or how they're the same. So that's what we're <laughs> going to be talking about. It'll be good to get back into the video games. It'll yeah. It's been because you know how this channel is flicks and clicks. We've been we've had four episodes of flicks in a row, which is fine. Flicks are great. It's time to get some some more clicks. Yeah, so, you, uh, you, get, you get flicked too much, your skin gets raw. That's right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I didn't think of that. It's <laughs> a really good point. Uh, so, yeah, so you, if you've listened to some episodes, you probably have heard Tyler's voice. I'm sure you've heard mine because it's in all of them. You're probably getting tired of mine by now. So, we thought we'd add in a third voice. Uh, so, Daniel, welcome to the show. It's actually why I'm here. I was getting tired of your voice. I wanted to add another <laughs> voice to the mix. That's fair. Daniel's just going to be narrating for Micah, actually. (laughs) That sounds like a really hard challenge. I don't know if I'm up for that. I'm going to be sign languaging what I want to say to Daniel, and and he's going to be like, why are you waving your hands like that? (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to come out in a way that anybody's going to appreciate. You're right, except for maybe... The three of us. The three of us, yeah, so... So, uh, thanks for tuning in to Flicks and Clicks, Tyler, Micah, and Daniel. Uh, we're going to be talking at you for the... No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so we're going to get into some Xbox versus PlayStation. Um, I thought it would also be cool to have Daniel kind of share his um, gaming story, because you've heard Tyler and I's gaming stories if you've listened to the first episode. If you haven't, I would go back and listen to that first episode of the show, uh, number one, gaming throughout our lives. Uh, it's a good one. I, I would even consider this like part two of gaming throughout our lives. Part three. Part Because part two is the platinum race. That's true. Part three. I can't relate to the platinum race. Yeah, well, there you go. So, so I thought we would kind of do that. Um, we'll have Daniel kind of share a little bit. Um, Daniel has owned far more Xbox consoles and played far more Xbox games than Tyler and I have. So he's going to be kind of helping us out with uh, what makes Xbox Xbox and all that kind of stuff. So we're really excited to dive into it. Um, Before that, though, I have an announcement to make. Um, And I know that he he probably already knows this, but Tyler, I have 22 Platinums now, and you only have 21, Mm. so suck it. Yes, this is the second time I'm hearing it because you sent me a message with your 22nd Platinum that also said suck it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did it really i'm pretty sure <laughs> uh, yeah uh, i'm behind yeah but it's not yeah. the end of the year if you listen to that podcast by the end of this year i'm gonna have 50 i'm just kidding <laughs> no 50 wow we'll see you're like i have another profile that has 25 that you don't know about <laughs> no i don't <laughs> uh yeah so anyway i'm pretty i'm pretty ready for this are you guys ready for this i'm ready for it so mm. little should we, let's share some backstory on 
the three of us and how far back our gaming as friends and stuff goes. So, uh, yeah. Do you guys remember all those times when we used to come over to my parents' house and make mega pizzas and <laughs> play video games together? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> as soon as you said mega <laughs> as soon as you said megaroni, I saw the pizza on my knees <laughs> as you guys were laughing, <laughs> laughing at me. I was trying to make a pizza for all of us, and I flipped the, I don't know how, but I was trying to put the pizza into the oven, and I flipped it onto my knees, and I was holding it there, trying to keep like the toppings on. Like upside down, like topping side down. Topping sound down, yeah, on my knees, like my thighs. <laughs> I just remember you guys were playing video games and I looked over at you and I said, guys, help. <laughs> and you turned over and you looked at me and pulled out your phones and took pictures and videos and yeah, didn't help did. at all. <laughs> friendship. Yeah. True friendship. When you don't help, when the help is called for. True. Absolutely. Shout out to Kyle too. If, if he's listening to this, I don't know if he is or not, but shout out to Kyle because Kyle was definitely there for all of those as well. Yes, yeah, he was. That was one of my that was one of my memories. Even when you guys were going through uh, your first episode of gaming throughout our lives, and you guys talked about kind of the games that helped shape your appreciation, you one of you had mentioned Rock Band or Guitar Hero, and I have one of my best memories of gaming with you guys is down in the basement at your parents' house and. Every there's four of us, so everybody was able to play something. So we had a drummer, a vocalist, a guitarist, and a bass player, killing it. All of us on like the expert level on rock band. Yeah, and I just thought about Kyle and how he was there too. It's good times. Definitely, that was a and that was a, a a core group right there. Yeah, it was all four of us. Definitely, I just want to say too that when you talked about how down in my parents basement we were daniel and i are down in my parents basement right now <laughs> recording this uh, i was visiting my parents and daniel lives close to them so he we connected that way so yeah so that's where we are right now down in the parents basement so speaking of um the history of us is one of the other things i distinctly remember um being the only xbox guy in our group of friends and coming over to hang out with the two of you guys, there was multiple TVs all the time. You each probably were playing Kingdom Hearts and or Uncharted on separate TVs. So I had to bring my only console I had, which at the time I believe was an Xbox 360. And the only game that I could play by myself that wasn't lame was Halo. And that's all I would play while you guys were playing PlayStation. And then we'd switch, and you guys would be like, Xbox sucks. I want to go back to my PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> but Halo doesn't suck. I'll tell you that no. much. That's 100% true. It's true. <laughs> I, maybe we should do this. Tyler, maybe you and I should kind of share some of our backstory with Xbox because it'll be very brief. Well, and my, then we can have Daniel share. My backstory with Xbox is more elaborate than you might think. Whoa. Yeah. Maybe we should have Daniel share first then. Daniel should go first. Tell us the, the road to okay. Xbox and then the yep. Xbox story. I can dig it. 
Uh, so part of the thing that I was most excited to share on this was just how many consoles I realized after thinking through this I've actually played. And in this I'm, I'm including some like handheld consoles like the original Game Boy, which I spent many, many, many nights playing uh, Link in Time Zelda um, and a little bit of Mario on it. Um, and I'm also including the PSP, which I never owned, but I had a friend who owned and we would ride the bus to and from school playing uh all kinds of i think we played grand theft auto and we played various racing games and whatnot else on it so i'm including a little bit of those um but my my path to getting onto xbox was a long one that didn't happen until the 360 came around um i have experience playing the original xbox through my friends um, but i was mostly actually a nintendo person and before that i was a playstation one person I had a PS1, I played Dave Mira's Pro BMX for hours, and I played Spyro the Dragon for hours, and um, what else was there? Was uh, Crash Bandicoot, and I think there was one other that I'm forgetting, but that was actually probably up until I was 10 years old, that was probably the game I spent, or the system I spent most of my time on. So It wasn't until, go ahead. Truth be told, you've always been PlayStation. Okay, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> well, there's some truth to that, yes. <laughs> um, it wasn't until middle school uh, when I became friends with uh, another kid in my class who had the newest Xbox, the 360, and we would stay up all night playing um, Halo and beating Halo on that that I got into Xbox. So with that, the Xbox history... Um, is such that uh, most of it revolves around Halo um, and late night gaming um, until two or three in the morning or all night. Um, whether that was Halo LAN parties, if you guys remember those, I don't know if that was ever a PlayStation thing or not. No, I, I mean there was some sort of like system link thing back all the way on PlayStation One, but it was never as good as Xbox's system link thing was. Yeah, so you guys probably even have experience playing like Halo in separate rooms with like a LAN or a, a what are the little connection box in the middle of the hallway and cords going everywhere. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Those are good times mm-hmm. playing zombies on Halo and you kill somebody from across the room and you hear screaming in the other room as you're chasing them down. It was, there's very few things that bring you as much joy. I got to say hmm. PlayStation's great, but you just, you can't get that. All right. I totally agree with you. That's a, an amazing satisfaction. <laughs> I mean, it goes like, Getting married to your favorite person and then System Link right after that, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To a true Xbox person, that that is the hierarchy of priorities right there. <laughs> um, and let's see. Um, one of the things that comes to mind specifically with Xbox, um, one of my greatest memories, I had a friend growing up named Garrett, and he was the one who got me into Xbox in the first place. And when Halo 3 first came out, Back in the day, and you guys probably remember this, games came out on Tuesday nights is when they were released to the public, um, which as a middle schooler, high schooler who was getting into video games was awful because you can't hang out with your friends on Tuesday night because it's a school night. Or if you can, it's for like an hour or two. Well, when Halo 3 came out, I was very fortunate to talk my parents into letting me go and stay the night at my friend Garrett's house. We actually went all the way out to Bellingham, um, waited in the GameStop line, got his copy, went home, and then beat that game, the co-op version of that game, that same night 
on mm. the hardest difficulty. Wait, what game? Halo Three. Ah, dude. Yep. And, and then it was, and then went to school the next morning. Legendary mode, right? Yes, legendary. Oh my That's gosh! Right. And that the co-op version. Oh my gosh! Of, ki- of Halo time, Three. Ah. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Every time somebody dies in the legendary version, you both reset to the last checkpoint. It was excruciating. So just if you died, you and Garrett would both go back. Yep. Bummer. It was awful. So we both had to survive without dying the whole way through. That's rough. Yeah. But you did it. Oh, we did it in one night. Just hiding behind walls and shooting one guy at a time. Eventually, we had to slow down. You're so excited when the fir- when the game first comes out. You jump into it and you just revert back to your stupid, like no strategy mode. Run and straight. Run and shoot there. people as on the way. Yeah, you yeah. carry your double double machine gun SMGs or whatever yeah, up exactly. in there. You just unload on everybody, and then some elite runs out of a corner with a sword and s- just slaughters you, and you have to start over. That happened probably like 30 times before we realized we can't just go running in there and shooting everybody. Not on legendary uh, mode. No, it it uh, definitely doesn't work. Besides Halo, though, there were several other games that um, solidified me into being an Xbox fan in the early days, one of which was the Forza series, which I know you, the three of us, have talked about in length at times before. Um, but in the gaming world, there's two, um, there's two racing simulators that one for each console system so one for playstation and one for xbox playstation had gran turismo which i think even to this day throughout the entire history of the two racing simulation simulator games was by far the more complex and realistic game it took a lot more skill and a lot more patience it even included things like getting licensed for certain classes of race cars um, which honestly was one of the reasons why i didn't love it because i wasn't good enough at that age to get the license and have the patience. So I got into Forza earlier because it was just easier enough that I could enjoy it. And that was the reason was one of the reasons why I stuck with Xbox for so long is because I was so hooked on these simulation racing games that I had come to know for so long. I did not know that. And you're totally right about Gran Turismo. They had like, I remember Gran Turismo three at least. And I think two as well had, like tire grip as well. Like your tire grip would go out over the course of the race. And you I don't remember that being in I played I played Gran Turismo two. I don't remember that being in Gran Turismo two, but it, it definitely came into three and four. Yeah. So like good to going in for a pit stop, you'd get fresh tires. It was actually like, Oh, that's so nice. Huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you like just slightly bump into a wall or another car it just ruined the way that your car drove and you had to adapt to it. So you really had to like entering turns and stuff like that. You really had to actually know what you were doing and break and avoid all the other cars, which especially for the earlier Gran Turismo's and you guys probably know too, was really hard with the level of graphics that they had because you might be what seemed like a long way from a car and then you'd hit the brakes and then you wouldn't stop in time and your car would like spin out or smash or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me that you talk about Forza because I think those games are awesome. That was one, that was a game that, you know, those are two. Forza and Halo were two games that I really wished I could play on my PlayStation console. You know what I mean? I remember I remember the first time I heard about Halo was like on the baseball field in Little League. I'm pretty sure 
Tyler, I'm pretty sure like Tucker and Brandon and both Brandons that we, we were all they were all talking about Halo and how they really wanted to get the latest Halo game. That was like Little League Baseball. So like their moms weren't letting them get Halo because Halo is late rated M, right? But like <laughs> they were talking about it and that's where I heard about it. And I was like, huh, I wonder what this Halo game is. Mm. Um, but anyway, but yeah, Forza was one that I every time I went over to your house, Daniel, where you had an Xbox, I was like, we should play some Forza. And then you'd like show me some of your best cars and I'd drive them around. That that was fun. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, even with like with Forza too, they've they've continued their their series, I I guess if you will. Um, and they've kind of branched into a little bit more arcade and so they've maintained their simulation games in the standard Forza Motorsport games and then they've introduced a more arcade version called Forza Horizon, um, which is a uh, open world format where you're legal street racing. Then, and I I vaguely remember wondering why Forza basically prioritized the fact that it's legal and you know that's like a big festival. And I remember something to do with Need for Speed and their rights to being able to make it about like illegal cop chases all that kind of stuff i don't know if you guys have ever heard anything about that i didn't know that they had to get rights to do that they they, they that could either. buy rights to do that maybe maybe it was like they heard about need for speed and how difficult it was for them to do that maybe that's what it was maybe because or need for speed even has dabbled back and forth a little bit between the the legal street racing scene and the regular street racing scene and i always yeah. wonder if they start to feel guilty like oh are we encouraging illegal behavior or something but uh but shout out to need for speed most wanted because that was a fantastic ps2 game a very that's true that was that's hands down one of my favorite racing games of all time not Me just too. for how much fun it was to actually race, but also the the whole idea of Most Wanted, there being a blacklist and you're working your way up in revenge to get your car back. Epic. So <laughs> awesome. So cool. Great storyline, yeah. For a racing game, you're like, wow, this is a sweet storyline. And all the cutscenes were like like real, like it was filmed with real actors and everything, or the cutscenes, and then yeah. they just like dumbed down the graphics and made it made the the realistic shots look lamer to make it seem like it was still in a video game. <laughs> yeah. It was sweet. Not to mention, can we just um, praise the soundtrack in Most Wanted as one of the best video game soundtracks for, like, that's not orchestrated. That's just a com- compilation of music. Excellent. Yeah, I remember I, I tried to find all the songs individually and I put them on my own playlist and every time that I listen to it in the car, I'd always speed a little on accident <laughs> and be like, oh, I should probably listen to a different playlist. <laughs> <laughs> right. Accident. I used to, I, I used to, I remember the new Need for Speed. It was called Need for Speed Most Wanted. A different game by a different company came out for PS3 and Xbox 360. And that game was okay. It wasn't anywhere near the original one. But I remember I would turn the music off in the PlayStation 3 version of the game. And play my own, like, on Spotify at the same time and, like, play the old school Most Wanted music 
while yep. I played it because it was so yep. much better. You remember that? I even did that with Forza, like if, with Motorsport 4 on the 360. I would just mute the music on the game, and then I would just put headphones in and listen to it because I think I had like the CD, and I had a CD player, and I would just plug it in, and I would just listen to it instead That's of awesome. Forza music. Fired up by Ice Cube. I remember we were. <laughs> so I remember we were uh, playing a different racing game. I knew and, you were going to bring that up. And I was on your phone with your Spotify open because every time in Most Wanted, in the old PS2 Most Wanted, every time you'd go into a shop or something, like at least 75% of the time, Fired Up is what started playing. Almost yep. every time. So anytime you went into a shop or anything like that, I would just turn that song. I'd stop whatever song we were on and I'd wait while it was loading. And then boom, <laughs> my crew was all fired up <laughs> every time. And you, you would you would switch it to that. like, And I'd think that maybe this time you weren't going to do that one. You'd be like, dude, I got one for you. It's it's a little different than the last one. I'm like, okay, you're going to play the song, same song, right? You'd be like, no, dude, it's different. And then you'd wait a little bit and be like, boom, my crew was all fired up. <laughs> Oh, Every so time. funny. Yeah, Amazing. good one. It's so funny. I remember that. That was a good time. And we, we just kept, I remember we did that in college a little bit. Oh, and yeah. And all the guys, all the guys were like, that's not, I don't get why that's so funny. And we were like, you had to be there, don't man. worry about it, dude. Yeah, you had to be there. It's okay. And don't even try to understand. <laughs> okay. Right. So, Daniel, you're at your, you you're, did you get to Xbox yet? You were on your Xbox 360 mostly yeah so we're kind of at the point when i'm at xbox 360 so the xbox one came out and the ps4 came out and i had a decision to make and i was gonna mention here's the reason i never actually made the switch until recently up until that point and i know that there are some playstation exclusives that are old school that are fantastic kingdom hearts is a great example um even like ratchet and clank and some of the crash bandicoot games that continued were actually really good um, but from my perspective and what I was into at the time, I was playing first person shooters and I was playing racing games. And in those two categories, I had yet to come across a game on the PlayStation that was worth the switch for me. So when I got to the point of like, okay, there's a new console coming out, it's either going to be the Xbox one and I can keep playing the games that I know and love and that are up my alley of types of games that I enjoy, or I can make the switch start from scratch on everything, like controller layout, style of game, even storylines that have been going on for, you know, three games up to that point. And for me, the main decision was to not make that switch because there wasn't anything worth it for me. I remember we even tried to get you to switch too, like from PS3 to PS4. And you were kind of like, nah, I have an Xbox already. I'm pretty sure you guys... (sighs) You guys tried to get me to switch every time we hung out from Xbox 360 to PlayStation 3. Like, I think it was partly you're like, whether it was intentional or not, it was always like, look at this cool game, look at this sweet thing, look at these awesome graphics, look yeah. at how you can do this in just cause, and it's and so you cool. Can't do you can do that in like, Xbox. Yeah, exactly. It was a constant thing, which I just kind of, I don't know, it didn't, it didn't bother me. I like being wooed. <laughs> I like being constantly wooed. <laughs> if you want to be constantly wooed, get an Xbox. <laughs> Microsoft, if you're listening, 
What's your next marketing strategy for Series X? <laughs> if you want to be constantly wooed by PlayStation people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh that's awesome. Wow. That's good. So now so, everyone's going to get an Xbox. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> and here's why. Um, I got the Xbox One, had the Xbox One for a long time, and it quickly became something that didn't satisfy for me. If they were producing more Halo games or more content in Halo games, if they were producing more Forza games and more content in Forza games, it might be a different story. Um, But the content that they were producing wasn't living up to the legacy that they had already written and that they had already started. And so I started to get really bored. The stories weren't progressing. Um, The challenge was becoming moot because... and. To be clear, I'm not a fantastic gamer. I'm a mediocre gamer, and I enjoy playing games. But the challenge of playing those games over and over again was not something that kept me coming back. Um, Even when a new game would come out, um, if it looked interesting, it was probably cross-platform already. Borderlands is a good example. Um, And uh, like Assassin's Creed, those stories that have continued, good examples of games that... Um, have progressed the story and changed things that were available on the PlayStation as well. So recently, I have made the switch to PlayStation 4 because I needed something that was going to feed that that need for story and storytelling and arc and um, it's the stuff that I wasn't getting with the Xbox. So I am now on PlayStation and I almost exclusively play PlayStation now. <laughs> So how how recently we talking? Um, it's July, so seven months ago. Well, I got my own PlayStation seven months ago. I was borrowing somebody's PlayStation for like two months before that, and I finally decided I can't just borrow their PlayStation forever. And my boy Micah hooked me up with a super cool deal, and I got a PlayStation Slim, and set up on PS Plus. And at the perfect time, because the first three Uncharted games were free on PlayStation Plus, and then there was so many other games over the time that I've had it in the last seven months <laughs> that I've gotten so oh, many, so man. many free games, and so many friends that I've discovered have like even local <laughs> friends that have PlayStation that are like, I'm so glad you finally joined. Here's five games you need to try. So I have this ridiculous list of games that I'm trying to work my way through. I still haven't even beaten The Last of Us. Um, and it's so good, but it's also moderately terrifying because I'm a big wimp. So (laughs) I only play it during daylight and when I have a friend close to help me brave the terrifying content. So you play it while you're cuddling with your wife? Oh, no, she's not in the room. (laughs) She can't handle it. It needs to be Senna, his 100-pound dog. (laughs) (laughs) Senna's also a big wimp, so you guys are (laughs) 0-2 for now. Uh. Well, especially getting the Uncharted games in your library right away, that's huge. Because those games are iconic on PlayStation. If there was an exclusive that I was to recommend to somebody, a series that I would recommend to somebody first, if they were getting their first PlayStation, it would be an Uncharted game of some kind. Except for Uncharted 1, that one's freaking hard. But 2, 3, 4, they are incredible stories the graphics are fantastic the actual gameplay is a lot of fun and and works well um man 
So here's one thing on the Uncharted series is that's one of the main games you guys used or tried to use to woo me to PlayStation. For the longest time, honestly, I hated it. And here's why. It's third person, and I cannot play third person to save my life. So the three of us would do split screen, where we'd try and like fight off waves of dudes, and I'd just constantly be dying. And that is not a fun way to play. <laughs> <laughs> so are you better so, at it now? Uh, better, not good. Okay. But I, I can play the game, and I can play the story. And you guys would still destroy. Well, yeah, me, but you've it. played God of War now on I have. PS4. Yep. So you're good. I mean, you got it now. That game's hard. Did you play on easy? I played it on the middle. The yeah. I mean, that that's is. not bad. That's nice. That's nice. It was tough. That's nice. That's dude. nice. I still yeah, have not. Nice. What are the the not harpies? What are they called? Harpies. <laughs> harpies? Are they called harpies? No. The 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 Asgardian Valkyries? female warriors Valkyries that, yes. harpies <laughs> you know the nine harpies you have to fight yeah no. they're so difficult the Valkyries I've only beaten like three of them and I gave up because they just kept destroying me and I was getting really mad and I only have one controller so if I break my one controller then I'm just not playing games for a long time so I've hey. only not beat two of the Valkyries I'm getting close. Have you beat the one at the top of the volcano planet no, realm? That thing? one's really hard. That's Dude, one of the ones I haven't. I haven't beaten any of them. Zero. I haven't beaten any of those. And bosses are my thing. But I. You should go back to that. We should both go back to God of War at some point, Tyler. And play it's on the top of again. my stack. I like organize my games in in order of priority. So it's like, oh, I'm probably gonna play that pretty soon here, and so I'll put it more close to the top of my stack. And that one's at the top of my stack, man. But I just haven't pulled it back out. And I'll tell you what, it looks real good on the PS4 Pro. Agreed. Uh, when you got your newish TV, that was the first thing. I walked in the door, and you didn't even greet me. You're like, come look at this. And you Dude. showed me the the tree room. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, watch this. And you like went to some other planet, and everything changed, and all the colors were like super insane and i was like there's nothing like this on xbox xbox pales in comparison to this (laughs) so i feel like we're all pretty heavily on playstation side at this point yeah we're only 30 minutes in and we're all like screw xbox let's go play playstation so (laughs) i actually have quite a few points as to why xbox is good up to this point so i I think we might we I, maybe we should talk about some good Xbox things because I just don't want any of our Xbox people to just tune out automatically and just be like these guys just are PlayStation guys and they're not gonna you know what I mean yeah so I for me Xbox versus PlayStation especially in like the the PlayStation Two and PlayStation Three like before Xbox One and PlayStation Four. It was always like PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 were like the third person, you play it by yourself, epic storyline games. And the Xbox was like, hey, bring over another controller because we can hook all four of the controllers up to this system with nothing, like with the original Xbox. And that to me was really cool. So I never had one 
but I had cousins who had one. I had friends who had one. To me, the coolest thing about Xbox was that you could plug in multiple controllers and pretty much every game was like, oh yeah, split screen. Let's split screen. That was one thing that was so cool about Halo was like, not only was Halo one of the coolest first person and coolest stories, uh, first person shooters and coolest stories out there, but it was, you could do all of it with two people on the same system. Yep. That is awesome. And and PlayStation had nothing like that. Absolutely nothing like that. To me, that's the biggest Xbox victory over PlayStation over the years is the ability to pl- just plug in another controller and just keep going. You know, I mean you could always plug in at least two controllers to PlayStation, but whether the game was more than one player or not was another story, but especially with um Xbox 360 and and the original Xbox, you could always have at least four. Just like boom, done. You got all four of them plugged in, and there were the games to support that. I can vouch for that too. I mean, everyone can vouch for that, but that's one of the big points that I think Xbox wins at too. Especially the LAN connection thing that Dan was talking about. That was a big thing with my dad's side of the family. Whenever I would go to a family reunion. All of the kids played Halo. We all played Halo. Like that was just That's how it was. Awesome. How it was, and like we would switch off. And like there were so many cousins that even if we had two systems, system linked, two different TVs, we still had to like trade off. That's how many cousins were in there. And so we were like getting in there, like playing Halo. I was hardly ever playing because I died so much. But like <laughs> we we would. That's what we would do. And I remember when I was younger. I wanted an Xbox because my cousins played Xbox and I was really bad at Halo. And if I just had Halo, then I would be better at family reunions and I get to play more games, (laughs) but it was fun. That's a fond memory that I have of, of that too. I also played Mech Assault, which is kind of random, but Mech Assault on the original Xbox, my cousins, we all system linked and played that too. That was the dude, that game was underrated. Mech Assault, You'd like get into different mechs and like fight each other. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to go into. Is that like an OG Xbox version of like Titanfall? Uh, Kind of. If I'm remembering it correctly, you would go around as a normal person and you could find like the multiplayer that we played with my cousins. You would run around as a normal person. You get into a tight, like a. I just said Titan. You'd get into a mech. And there was like different mechs that were better. You'd go and find better mechs. So you'd go and find them. And then they'd have different rocket abilities and different levels of jump and stuff. And um, on a multiplayer map, there was just mechs scattered all over the place. And basically it was a race to get the best mech while also killing the other mechs. It was cool. A lot of fun. That sounds sweet. Yeah, it was. To further add to the multiplayer portion of that um it's also worth bringing up the whole live capability and how yes yes yes, xbox from playstation i think xbox was the first to introduce like a live platform where you could actually connect and play with your friends at like your own homes and like you'd be playing the same game which is also huge and for me uh my brother moved out of the house when i was 13 12 or 13 but he had an Xbox 360. So when it came time for me to buy an Xbox 360 or PS3, I was like, well, I want to play with my brother. So I bought an Xbox 360 and we would play Halo or eventually we would play like the original 
destiny one together and stuff like that, which was huge. Um, and I think that's also a major perk to it. And that's something that I think Xbox did really well is, is creating a way for you to connect with people, whether it's in person on split screen or live, which nowadays has pros and cons to connecting with other human beings. The live ass like Xbox live, I didn't know this. I did some research before this, but Xbox Live started on the original Xbox. I always thought it was a 360 thing, but it started on the original Xbox. I also remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but you could mod your original Xbox. And I had cousins that had modded Xboxes that had games like on the Xbox because they had modded it. And you could mod... Like you could do like different modifications to it. Anyway, so I, I thought that was really interesting uh, too. But yeah, Xbox Live was on the original Xbox and PlayStation Two. You could like LAN, uh, like not LAN, but um, you could direct connect the internet to your PlayStation Two. But you had to have this other a- adapter thing. I remember someone telling me they were playing Battlefront Two online um, on their PlayStation Two when I was back in school. And I was like, how do you do that? That doesn't make any sense. And I remember looking at the back of my PlayStation going, I wonder how this thing <laughs> hooks up to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I just never figured it out. But um, they never had like a service of any kind. Yeah. And then I got to put this out there because I got to be, um, I got to do this unbiasedly. I still think PlayStation's better, but still PlayStation launched their online system and it had problems and then it it got hacked and it was down for months months not like oh no we're going to be down for a month no problem multiple months it was out and people's credit cards got stolen i've been hacked on playstation personally and had people buy games with my card before so it's not secure <laughs> it's not like xbox in that sense or wasn't yeah or well, definitely at the time wasn't and I think that's a big a big thing towards Microsoft and the fact that they've been in the computer industry for so long. And like prior to that, I don't know a ton about Sony's history, but I, from my understanding, Sony wasn't like a computer company so much as they were an entertainment company. So they were good at making entertainment, which still shows today. But Microsoft had this knowledge of infrastructure and um, network and everything that they carried into the gaming sphere, which just made such a big difference. And when, especially when you're talking about like security and everything, like the Xbox Live, I'm sure, and this, don't quote me, I could be wrong, but I'm sure it came from like the Windows Live basis of understanding. Like the whole idea of Windows Live was to connect people via chat and whatnot like that. And they're like, well, what if we brought something like that to games where you could connect with people and play games? Like Windows Live chat rooms, you could play poker. What if we made that bigger and better and you could go shoot each other on this game? <laughs> so true. Awesome. Can I do a history moment real quick? Because I really do not know where this is going to organically fit in, but I want to mention it. Um, (laughs) When they were developing the first Xbox, um, they they brought it to Bill Gates originally, and he's like, "Oh, jump into the games here, sure. Like, start working on it, and I'll I'll take a look at it later." And so they developed it, they came up with it, everything, and then as they were doing that, uh, Bill Gates was also kind of mulling it over, and they realized that if they created the gaming system, they're going to take away from the games that are going on to people's computers because they're also in the computers. That's their main thing. So 
that kind of gave him a little bit anxiety about that. And they had a meeting on Valentine's day to determine whether or not they were going to actually produce the Xbox. And basically the entire time, Bill Gates and I can't remember his number two, they were like pretty livid. Like, how are we going to fix this issue? Like, tell me about this. Tell me about that. Tell me about this. And it was like hours and hours and hours. They missed their dinner reservations, all of them on Valentine's day. And then somebody said, but what about Sony? Because at the time, Sony had PlayStation 2 already out and it was doing well and, or at least they were developing it and PlayStation had already done well and Sony's already got, they're already in the TV business. They're already in the sound business. They are dominating the home entertainment system entirely. And so someone looked at Bill Gates says, what about Sony? And he goes, what about Sony? And he's like, let's do it. <laughs> let's make an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's super cool. Yeah. I thought that I was really down, interesting. I wrote down all the dates of when all the systems came out. Um, PS2 came out like a whole year before Xbox, the original Xbox. Mm. And the original PlayStation came out six years before PS2. So we're talking PlayStation's been in the gaming console game seven years before Xbox. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. People were hyped about the PS2 as well. Like, they were real hyped about the PS2. People were talking about it being, like, the best, like, way better than computers, best graphics, everything. And people actually, when they developed the PS2, this is a cool little tidbit of information, too, but there's part of the reason they've sold so many PS2 systems is some people bought that and used it as their actual computer. Like, you could buy it and make it work like a regular computer, which is crazy. So people had that as their computer instead. So no no wonder Microsoft was like, we got to get in this. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that I also wrote down was just tech innovation in how both these consoles drove it forward. Up until, like, leading up to PlayStation, the original, I mean, you had Nintendo in the game, you had Sega, you had Atari, um, and they weren't really pushing it much, you know. No, I mean, they had the 64, but I'm pretty sure, and I, I, th- I feel like the 64 came out after the PlayStation One, but I could be wrong about that. But either way, throughout the years since PlayStation One came out, every, each company is doing what they can to push it forward. With PlayStation Three and Xbox 360, you had them trying to venture into, and I guess Nintendo got in this too with motion tracking with the Wii, but they tried to get into like the the camera, video camera motion tracking games and stuff like that. And that's developed into VR that we have now today and everything else. And so, yeah. So uh, original PlayStation launched in Japan in 1994 and later in North America in 1995. And the Nintendo 64 didn't come out until 1996 in North America. So you're right. PlayStation 1 in North America was in the game a year before uh, Nintendo 64. And honestly, I would, I would, bet good money that Nintendo was doing the same thing that Microsoft did and said, what about PlayStation? They're like, we've got, you know, the Nintendo entertainment system, but all this is just two-dimensional. Like, none of this is cool. And here's PlayStation coming out of nowhere with their first ever thing, and they're introducing three-dimensional games where you can run in all directions, jump, move into the screen, move out of the screen. Like, and we're doing what? So then they answered with the Nintendo. Mario. Mario. We're doing we're doing Mario. 
<laughs> we're hey, marrying it up. I wanted to mention this too, though. The reason we're doing PlayStation versus Xbox is because these two consoles are trying to do the same thing. Nintendo, completely different game. Like, I would get whatever I choose between Xbox and PlayStation, I'm not going to have them both. Not unless I was a reviewer of some kind, but I would totally have either PlayStation or Xbox and a Switch because it's completely different. Right now as you're reviewing things. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. Well, I am getting an Xbox, did I tell you? I was kidding. (laughs) What? No. Yeah, I... See, here's where I I agree with you, but I also sort of disagree with you a little bit. So, Xbox and PlayStation uh, have always had a lot of the same games as well. So, like, there's obviously there's console exclusives, but there's games like Assassin's Creed, there's games like Call of Duty that are always released on both. They're always released on, yeah, on both. And not until recently in the Switch is it also released on Nintendo, because Nintendo is usually... For, for the most part, Nintendo is usually like, you know, only exclusives. It's Mario Party, it's Mario Kart, it's Super Smash Brothers and stuff like that. Now, until recently, or, well, do you guys remember when, when the Xbox Connect came out with yep. the Xbox One? And you could get a Connect for like $100 more. You get the, play, the Xbox One with a Connect. I had it for two months. I got Just Dance, never played it, and sold it to a coworker. <laughs> I just, and then do you remember when Xbox tried to make it? They like marketed Xbox as like it's it's your your personal your hub for everything, right? They were like it's 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 your your center console for everything in your house. Mm-hmm. PlayStation's never done that. PlayStation's always been, it's called PlayStation. It's yeah. always been about playing games. It's always been focused on games. And I feel like Xbox kind of veered off of that a little bit when they tried to do Connect and had to, you know what I mean? And, and we, the same way for Nintendo, was like, well, here's a way that you can get fit and you can play these sports games because video games are bad. Like that was like a marketing strategy mm-hmm. against PlayStation. Was PlayStation was all about playing games. And at the time, we was like, well, playing games isn't necessarily good for you because you're sitting in front of a screen the whole time. Here's a way to sit in front of a screen and still move, and you can stand up and use this thing. And Xbox was like, here's the Connect where you can do the same thing as well. Right. And so those but are you like... you can use your whole body when you use it rather than using right. controllers. And yeah. I feel like those were like marketing strategies against PlayStation because PlayStation was winning. <laughs> but <laughs> did... I think that they were both... I think Nintendo and Xbox were both trying to break into what... PlayStation was waiting to break into because they broke into it at the right time. And what I mean by that is PlayStation VR. Because PlayStation VR is epic. And I always use this comparison when I talk about VR in general. And I'm not saying that PlayStation VR is the best VR out there. We can have a whole nother podcast about that. (laughs) But when I talk about VR, I usually say it's like Wii, but better. (laughs) Because (laughs) I always... but, But... then when I actually did VR, it's a completely different experience than Wii, but better. It's it's like, it's way more immersive. And so I think Sony, I, I'll tell you what, it's almost like they can see the future sometimes with what they do because they're like, yeah, you know, there's the motion stuff. And, and PlayStation did some of that. They had the PlayStation Eye and the Move yeah, controllers. Yeah, PS3, yeah. Mm-hmm. I had that actually. Yeah. 
it so wasn't they, as cool as the Wii. It's <laughs> yeah. true. So they they kind of they're like, yeah, you know, that's kind of cool. We're not going to dump all our money into that. But then they jumped right on the VR. They're like, that's it. That's what we were looking for. And they're the only ones that have the VR now. So, yeah, true. Uh, well, and that's the thing too is is Microsoft doesn't really need VR on Xbox because they have every other VR on the planet with everything else Microsoft. True. You know what I mean? Because every single other one can just connect to a computer. Or or functions on its own. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. right. I think the only the only generation that Xbox legitimately beat PlayStation in as far as hype, as far as units sold, even though I think there are still more PlayStation units worldwide, was PS3 versus Xbox 360. Xbox 360 came out a year before the PlayStation 3. So we're talking play original PlayStation's out for like five or six years before Xbox comes out. PlayStation 2 comes out a year before Xbox comes out. And then PlayStation 2 is still riding it out. They come up with this little, you know, handheld version of it called PSP that wasn't another another system, just kind of a, a one-off. And then Xbox 360 came out a year before PS3. And then when PS3 launched, it was $600. $600. And the, the Xbox 360 launched at $300, half the price a year before. You know what's even more... It's, it, what's even more surprising to me right now is that it's projected that the new Xbox and the new PlayStation are not going to be more than $500. Now, in 2020, and the PS3 came out when? PS3 20... came out 2006. 2006. <laughs> and it was $600 in 2006. Bro. Dude. And Keelan says this all the time. I'm stealing his thunder, um, even though it was PlayStation that said it originally. But they actually used this as a mar- marketing strategy. They said, you're going to have to take out another loan or you're going to have to sell this to buy our system. They used that as a marketing strategy. That's terrible. It's like they I got... If they were take- Go I wonder if they're taking the perspective of like, uh, like looking at major companies like Ferrari or Nike or whatever and being like, people want to pay for premium quality services. And if you make it expensive, people will think it's premium quality. Well, it was also really expensive to make. And that's why when the PS3 first came out, it was actually backwards compatible. And then all the ones they made after that were not because they're like, we can't, it's too expensive. (laughs) Clearly, because people hated that. Right, because after the original PS3 came out, they came up with a new version of it that had the same specs. It wasn't backwards compatible. I don't even know if it did have the same specs. I think it might have been a little bit less. And then it was only, what, was it only 400 then? Or 300, 400? I don't remember. I think, I think even then, I think it was still more, it might have been like more like 350 or 400, which is still more than Xbox 360 launched a year before that at 299 So it's like, dang. And then I think personally... I, I'm pretty sure there's still more PlayStation 3s were sold than Xbox 360s worldwide because of how huge PlayStation is in um, Japan and other countries besides, uh, you know, the um, North America. Um, North America is not a country, but you get what I mean. Um, and then when when PlayStation 4 launched, PlayStation 4 launched the same year as Xbox One, and Xbox One did the whole connect thing that's when they kind of veered off and were like let's try to be sort of kind of like we 
and they launched their system at five hundred dollars, and then you could get the without a Connect for four hundred, and then PS4 just came out with just one system that was four hundred bucks, and PS4 took off, and that's where all the exclusives started to really shine, and yeah, I feel like that Daniel when you were talking about how the exclusives weren't quite enough to like keep you on it and keep you going. I feel like PlayStation started getting more and more and more exclusives when PS4 first came out. Then Xbox One, when it came out, they were like sort of focusing on other things and getting really, really good first party, like exclusive games on their system that PlayStation as a console for gaming took off a lot faster. At least that's what I think than Xbox One because Xbox One seemed like they were focusing more on connect and more on it's the the console in your you know it's the one thing in your living room your media center in your living room i also think going back to a little bit back to like the social side of xbox and microsoft's push is i think they started to lean really heavily into that and they started to press into for lack of a better term party games you have various multiplayer styles whether it's sports or um, like uh, what is battle royale type games nowadays, and um, all those they really pressed into those, um, which, like I said earlier, were also available on PlayStation. So it wasn't enough for me to switch to PlayStation at that time. But I think you're right. That's when PlayStation started to really take off on their exclusives that were more than just party games, because there's there's a time and a place for party games, and there's a time and a place. <laughs> which for me in my life right now is a lot more predominant for games that actually engage you and engage your mind and in, and challenge you to think outside the box and are actually games that, you know, from a development standpoint, even when you're looking at marketing towards predominantly kids, I mean, I don't know, there's plenty of adults, obviously, who are playing consoles and whatnot, um, but games are definitely still marketed, I'd say, primarily towards kids for the most part those games that PlayStation was coming out with are both entertaining, challenging, and um, push you to think outside the box to find solutions. They're not just run in there, shoot as many friends as you can, and see whoever gets the highest score. Yeah. I have... We've all noticed it, but all games are moving towards more of a single-player on-the-console format because you have online where you can play with friends online um and at this point it's not uncommon for all of your friends to have their own anyway right so at least for at least for us and internet is so much better now so right and i i in in one way i'm really sad about that because i'm like ah i miss the days when my brother and i sat on the couch and played that pac-man game i miss the days when you would link up systems. Like, we still linked up Xbox 360s in college. You remember doing that, Micah? We did that at at, Carl, at Corbin. So, yep. it, it um, I miss that. But at the same time, like, I have a hard time as I get older, probably. That's probably what it is. Wanting to, like, hey, guys, you want to come over and play video games? Like, I, it just doesn't. That's not really what they're for anymore, almost. Societally, like there's like a, like culturally, that's just like you play video games when you have some free time by yourself. Or you play video games with your friends if you can play with them online and they're out of town. Or 
you play video right. games. Right, and that's with, how you stay connected. Right. Yeah, or even if you are with people, like you said, you either have it all together or, um, yeah, so it's just interesting. It's probably, that's probably a really narrow view of it because that's how it is in my life right now. But uh, there's definitely a shift away from, from that. So it's sad, but at the same time, it's kind of cool that uh, we're, we're getting the more personalized games of, of sorts. And so and you find the ways to connect with people outside of that, I guess. I brought it down a little too deep there, didn't I? <laughs> uh, no, I, I wanted to talk a little bit. I was just wondering where to go next, but I, I think I want to talk a little bit about names of systems too and how... Oh gosh! And I, how I ridiculous talk, Xbox yeah. is! I even just want to talk about like like names of things in general, like like just for example, uh, for some reason, Sony is good at naming their systems, but not good at naming other things. Like like, like their new phone, isn't it called like the Sony Xperia One Two? That's ridiculous. Just call it like the Sony Phone 5 or, you know what I mean? Like iPhone 5. Everyone knows what an iPhone is. It's like, oh, iPhone 10. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. PS3, PS4, PS5. Xbox goes 360 and no, you're it's, like. It's Xbox. Xbox 360. Right. And then we were all like, well, next one's going to be Xbox 720. Remember we all thought that? And yep. then they're like, no, it's the Xbox One. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's the third Xbox. Why would it be called the Xbox One? It should be called Xbox Three if it's got a number. I would be okay with it being the Xbox One if the next one was the Xbox Two, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's the Xbox One it? S, and then it's the Xbox One X, and then it's the Xbox One S digital version, and then it's the Xbox Series Series X. X. It's like, what's oh the gosh. difference? I don't know. But it's like, oh, do you have the latest PlayStation? Yeah, it's the PlayStation 4. PlayStation 5 comes out soon. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> it's just way easier. Like, if you think about, like, my, my mom and dad who haven't played video games themselves since, like, Atari back then. They, they literally, they played that when they were first married. How cool is that? But they... I played that. My grandma had an Atari, Let's and it was go. awesome. Let's go. Anyway, they, you know what I mean? Like, they haven't played... So now... If you talk to them about like PlayStation, obviously they know more about PlayStation because I'm a PlayStation person and they, um, you know, really they know because I've played it. And so it's been in their houses and stuff like that. But, you know, someone like my parents, they're, they're going to have no idea what the Xbox is. They're going to be like, oh, the latest Xbox. You have no idea what the name is. If you said, oh, Xbox 360 or Xbox One X, they're probably not going to really know which is more recent. But if you said at PS2 and PS5, you're going to know which one is more recent. It just seems like a better marketing strategy to me. Evans is thinking about 50 years from now when we all have kids and families. And I mean, 50 years, our kids will have kids. <laughs> and we're talking and about. X, and and PS, PS12s. Yeah, PS12s. Yeah. And they're going to know exactly what's going on. And we're going to be like, I remember when we had the Xbox One. And they'd be like, which one? Was it the one one or was it the one one X one or one X one or was it the one point one five X? Are you talking sixty one ten or was it the Xbox Series one? Are you talking about the new Xbox One that's coming out next year? Or are you talking about <laughs> the Xbox One that came out a long time ago, like thirty five thousand years ago? And this is what's <laughs> going to make us all crotchety old men. Yes, 
dumb Xbox names. That's true. It's true. Get with it. Get Dude, with it, Xbox. At least we have something to do and we can't move anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. I mean, Xbox v PlayStation. PlayStation v Xbox. So I, I guess... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. No. 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 You go. Welcome to Thoughts for the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> I think that PlayStation is better, but I also don't think that Xbox is terrible. But I wouldn't get one. <laughs> and a lot of that has to do with the fact that when I was younger, my dad bought a PlayStation 2 for us, and that's what I started on. And for most people, that's what it is. And Daniel is a rare case. He started on multiple different um, systems, but ultimately his first like of the two big systems was the Xbox. And so, you know, for the exact reason he said, I've been playing these games. I'm going to keep playing these games. <laughs> That's totally viable. And I, I get that. I totally understand that. Um, but people say all the time, oh, people on PlayStation just say, well, we have all, all these exclusives, and that's their only argument for why it's better. It's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a good argument. <laughs> There's a lot of games you can't play because you have an Xbox. Financially, if it was only a financial argument, it's better to get a PlayStation because you can play more games on it. Give more unless options. you ha- unless you wanted to get a PS3 over an Xbox 360, then your system's twice as much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always I remember going back to that. I I was like asking for a PS3 for like two years, and I actually when I went and saw my um parents i said thank you for not buying a ps3 at launch because <laughs> that was way too expensive <laughs> thank you for being smart the new the new xbox is going to come out xbox series x is going to be 300 dollars, and the playstation 5 is going to be twelve thousand dollars <laughs> i'd still get a playstation 5 <laughs> uh, wow he's really turned Oh, man. (laughs) Here's the thing, and I've actually had this conversation with a couple other friends recently because, obviously, this is the year that the new consoles are coming out. So the conversation for gamers is constantly happening. Um, But I've had the conversation that if money was no issue, for sure I'd get both systems because playing the new Halo on the new system Mm -hmm. would be so much fun and Mm -hmm. would be so cool. And knowing that they're... I mean, you look at the history of Xbox and their introduction of Halo and others of their like limited exclusives that they do have, there's going to be a couple different launches over the course of the life of the console. For that reason, if money was no issue, I'd for sure get an Xbox because I would love to play those games. And in 10 years, I wouldn't want to look back and be like, I've never actually played the new Halo. I missed that storyline. But money is a factor. And as much as those games are great... There's so many more stories that are, to me now, more important for me to follow through on and to learn more about where the story goes next. It's it's PlayStation hands down. And there's even more hope for more new stories Mm -hmm. on PlayStation, like way more hope for like, like you guys saw that, I don't even remember what it's called, but the one where this lady's got like a little bow and she shoots it and these little puffball creatures come out oh it's my like gosh new, that one looks so re- good it looks really cool yeah kenna. it looks really cool kenna kenna yes. yes yes that game looks awesome and like you know i haven't seen anything like that anything remotely even related to that come out for an exclusive on xbox 
ever. Not once. No. Never. Uh, I will say, if you are... So, um, just to shout out another podcast, if that's cool with you. You guys Get know it. James Muller? Yes. He's a Corbin guy. Yes. Tony knows him. Uh, he does a podcast called Indie Slice, and it's all about indie games, and it's great. And Xbox, if you're into indie games, Xbox carries a ton of the independent studio games that are much smaller. And I don't know like Sony's model per se, but when I look at Xbox, I compare it very much so to Android and the fact that Android's app store is an open source app store. So you get a bunch of developers going in there and dropping their apps and their games for you to try, usually for free, which is great. You get a whole lot of options and a whole lot of things to pick from. And Xbox has a lot of those smaller games that are just maybe really quality games. Maybe they're only like 10 bucks and they might only take you five or 10 hours to beat. And then that's kind of all their playability is. But if you're looking at, okay, well, I could go, you know, get a movie ticket for 10 bucks and get two hours of enjoyment, or I could get this game for 10 bucks and get five hours of enjoyment, it's not a bad investment. So I will say for Xbox on that front, there's so many options of those smaller little games that they make available. Those are the games that my wife likes to play. Like, I, I've been trying, I've been really trying over the course of the last couple of years since we've been married to get as much exposure for her into the video games to see if she might like something and there are some things she likes and they're the smaller games there's one called rhyme on playstation that she really likes and the one that i really wanted to try with her is called ori but it's xbox only and i think that's a really cool looking like that's a really cool looking indie game and there's a lot of cool ones uh, I can say from personal experience that ori is a fantastic game and has a really cool story and the art in that game is uh just it's so good. Oh, there but you at go. the same time, PlayStation's got uh, Unravel and Journey and Firewatch. In the big world, right? Great big world? What is that? The little yarn guy? Uh, uh, that's that's Unravel. No, yeah, but he's talking about, you're talking about the sack creatures? Yeah. Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet. Yeah, and Little Big Planet. So, like, I, Little Big Planet's, like, almost uh, first, first, what's it called? First party exclusive? That's not what it's called. Triple A. It's almost like a triple A thing. Yeah. But but yeah, no. I, I agree. I think there's a lot more one offs like that that are a lot of fun on Xbox than there are just because it's so closely tied to, to computer, to PC, mm-hmm. like you said. And that's a good point. Um I think one other thing I want to say too is in this current generation right now where PS4 Pro has been out for four years and Xbox One X has been out for three years and you know what I mean? We're we're late in this in this cycle. Obviously, the new systems come out later this year, but like in months, which is crazy. Uh, a lot of people that I ask that have Xbox, and I ask them. So, you know, I'm I'm not <clears throat> I'm not trying to woo them over to PlayStation at this point. I'm just asking them, what it was it that made you choose Xbox? You know, what was it that made you choose an Xbox One X versus a PS4 Pro? Like, what was it that made you choose that? Most of the time they say, oh, it's because that's what all my friends have. Mm-hmm. Like that's my friends have Xbox. And so I know that I can play with them on Xbox. Hmm. And that that's the biggest reason for me that I've heard from people that I've asked is, oh, because well, all my friends have that. Um, that makes sense. And then that's a huge, like you said, Daniel, before you got an Xbox 360 because your brother also had one and he moved away and you wanted to still play games with him. Yep. That's a that's a great reason. 
And I've, since I'd, Daniel's gotten a PlayStation, I've been enjoying him having a PlayStation. <laughs> same, yeah, because we can... Because Tyler, Daniel, and I, none of us live in the same place. We all live hundreds of miles away from each other. And now we can all play Destiny together or play whatever together that we want because we all have PlayStations. And that brings me to another thing that I also kind of wanted to touch on that doesn't really go into Xbox V PlayStation. Let me chime in here before you make that transition real quick. That same thing, though, what people say is why they picked Xbox is also a major player in why I made the Switch. The exclusives are great, but I had no experience firsthand in those exclusives. I had secondhand experience watching the both of you play them or hearing from other friends who played them. But I had a point when my brother was the only friend I had who still who had an Xbox and I wouldn't even say he played it anymore. I mean, he's the father of two little girls and he works full time. He's a busy guy, so he doesn't really ever play it. But he's the only person in my life that was even remotely close to that. Whereas... The two of you and several other friends locally are actually on PlayStation and playing it more. I have a friend who has both. He plays his PlayStation all the time. He hasn't played his Xbox in months, if at, at best. Um, and so for me to make that switch was also because of you guys. I made the switch so I could hang out with you guys and play with you guys more. And the exclusives were a perk because they're great games, but... Here I am with a PlayStation playing Destiny, which is also available in the Xbox, probably more than I'm playing anything else these days. See, to me at this point, I want that part of what you're choosing for console to not be a thing. I want games like Rocket League, games like Fortnite, games like Minecraft, where you can pick up anything and play with anybody on any system at any time. I love that. I love that. I've got Minecraft on my iPad, and I play Minecraft on my iPad with a controller, and my brother plays it on his PC, and we play on the same map. And we could have someone join us who's playing on Xbox One and have someone join us who's playing on uh, the Nintendo Switch. That's that's crazy to me. That is awesome. Fortnite is the same way. I... I still play quite a bit of Fortnite. It's mainly, you know, it's a way that uh, my wife and I can play video games together because she enjoys playing Fortnite. Um, that's kind of like her intro into video games was trying trying that out. Um, plus one of her best friends, who's also a girl, plays Fortnite. And so they play together, which is awesome. Um, and her husband and Briar and I all play together, all four of us. We squat up all the time. And I mean, we're all on PlayStation, but also I've got a, a few friends that are on Nintendo Switch who I don't ever play video games le- with unless we're playing something cross-platform like Fortnite. And that's, you know, it's a way to connect people. I want that to be every game. Obviously, exclusives that are story-driven like The Last of Us or Uncharted aren't going to be that way. But most games, I think that consoles should just be like, okay, we're both going to sell millions and millions of consoles. We're both going to sell millions and millions of games. Let's just get over it and make all the games that come out on all the consoles all cross-platform so that everyone can connect with each other however they want. Um, I would like to make one quick note on that that I'm pretty sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure PlayStation and Sony is one of the main antagonists to that plan. When, um, uh, my gosh, Rocket League first started going cross-platform it was available on xbox and pc for cross-platform um and you know obviously microsoft being tied to both it kind of made sense 
for them to open that up. But that was a that was a lead decision by the developer of Rocket League, and they pitched it to both. And Sony said no. And and then they pitched it to Switch shortly after, and Switch was like, yeah. And they jumped on it. Because it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's another point towards like the exclusives things. It's like. You know, if you're if if you're Nintendo and you're thinking about this decision and you're like, okay, there's people that are on these other consoles, but they want to play their they want to play Rocket League with their friends, and if they switch to our system, they can't play Rocket League with their friends. Well, we're not going to let them play Rocket League with their friends. Like that's not a smart marketing decision. No. What a smart marketing decision is, yeah, like make the switch to us. You can still play with your friends on other consoles. That's totally fine. Also, here's some other really cool games that you're going to totally love. And then they get, you know, they're they're the friend and the hero to the consumer in that point. But I guess, but guess what, they're the top dog, and that's the reason why I think they're antagonists is because Daniel, you're switching to PlayStation because they don't do that. <laughs> we just talked <laughs> you raise about that. a good point here. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're like, okay, well, lots of people have PlayStations. If the majority of people have PlayStations, which is kind of the case right now, like they have more sales, then. Why Way would more. then why would we do that? Because if we do that, we're gonna like if we keep what we're at, we're gonna have people come to PlayStation who were on Xbox, and then of course all of the people who don't have as many sales are gonna band together and try to raise their own sales up. You know what I mean? So I just want to say that the Nintendo Switch is beating the Xbox One right now in consoles sold. People, and people love the switch the nintendo switch and the xbox one together lose to the playstation 4 by the way that's incredible 107 million units sold of ps4 nintendo switch has 50.5 xbox one has 46.4 wow that's the playstation 4 has a 52 percent market share switch at 25 percent and xbox at 23 percent right now as it stands in this generation so there you go. So they're big time top dogs. No wonder they don't want to switch. They, you know, and they're getting I, more people. I just want to say that that is courtesy of the first thing that popped up on my Google search when I typed in PS4 versus Xbox One sales. So take that with a grain of salt. It might be skewed a little bit. I don't know when this is. That says February eighth, twenty twenty. But shout out to that article, I guess. But regardless, I think you can look at real life examples and even just what I'm talking about. How my brother has his Xbox and it's he never plays it and all of my other friends who actually play their video games are all on PlayStation. So that's like a real life example of how much more PlayStation consoles there are that are actively being used and continually being purchased. That's a good point. I uh, that's another thing that when I ask people why would you choose Xbox then they start talking about how, yeah, I know, I need to switch to PlayStation. Before I've even said anything, like they already think that I'm going to tell them to switch to PlayStation. And then they usually say something like, yeah, I just don't really play my Xbox anymore. You know, I don't really play. They don't say, oh, I don't plan to play video games anymore. They say, I don't really play my Xbox very much. You know what I mean? Even people who have both, like you said, are like, yeah, I don't play my Xbox very much. I play my PlayStation a lot, though. Leading up to my switch from Xbox to PlayStation, um, I was still playing a little bit of Xbox, but again, you come back to the point of like the exclusives and the games that are available and the friends who are playing those games. I had no friends playing any of the games that I wanted to play, and the games that I wanted to play weren't dropping new and good 
content. There were some games that were dropping new content, but that was just garbage. It was like like Forza Horizon is a great example. They boasted when their new when the fourth one came out that it was going to have all these great things. They had two decent expansions, and then they're like, oh, we're actually not going to do a new game this year. We're just going to launch more expansions, which is what Destiny's doing, um, and several other games, and it's going really well. They haven't launched an expansion in uh, I'm pretty sure over a year. And the whole, like, server is, like, empty. It's ridiculous. And there's just, there's nothing going on. So why would I actually get on and play a game when I've already done everything there is to do? There's nobody else on that wants to play. And I'd rather just go onto Netflix and watch The Office. True. While Mm -hmm. it's still there. I'm not ready for that. I'm going to have to buy the whole thing, I think, so that we can ha- have it. Because I think Briar and I, since we've been married, I think we've watched through it four times. We just finished. We haven't, even been, we haven't been married two years, and I think we've watched through it four times already. We just finished our fourth time through it last night. I was actually going to play Destiny with Keelan, and then I got distracted finishing season nine <laughs> of The Office. <laughs> Which, yeah. by the way, I'm going to shout this one out, even though it's totally doing fine and it doesn't need the shout out at all, but... The Office Ladies. I don't know if you guys watch or if you guys listen to True. that podcast. It's, it's pretty good. good. It's, if you like The Office, especially, great behind the scenes details. And uh, Brian Baumgartner just started another uh, podcast about The Office, and I can't remember what it's called right now, but I will in about that twenty sounds, seconds. That, that really makes. I really want to listen to that one, dude. Brian Baumgartner. Which ones? Who's Brian Baumgartner? Kevin. Kevin. Dude, I freaking love that guy. Remember the chili thing when he spills chili all over the place? It's always Remember the when he did man. that in real life as Brian Gongartner? Gon- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's called The Oral History of the Office. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm so excited to listen to it. That sounds awesome. It's actually going to be a PlayStation that. exclusive. Oh, <laughs> 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 Well, then we won't miss it because we've got PlayStation. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, all you people still stuck on Xbox. You're just going to have to make the Switch. <laughs> Dude, there's not, people not listening. Not make the Switch. Sorry, no, not Switch. This isn't a Switch versus PlayStation game. Or, I mean, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to say this. People listening who are Xbox players, yo, what's up? It's okay. Like, <laughs> we want you to listen still. I I have students in my class that um that play Xbox and some of them even told me like I have a student actually that has PlayStation and Xbox and um they said they like the Xbox better. It's like, you know what? Everyone has their own opinions. Some are wrong, but um <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it in the at the end of the day, it doesn't matter cuz video games are fun. And you play for yourself anyways and if you want to play with your friends on your games that you play with your friends on your console, then go for it. Yeah. I, at the end of the day, you it doesn't matter, but PlayStation's better. <laughs> <laughs> so, given the title, PlayStation versus Xbox, PlayStation. PlayStation, for sure. We're going to have another episode where we talk a lot about PlayStation 5. Um, so, keep an eye out for that. It will be coming soon, hopefully we'll probably wait until both uh, parties reveal when you can uh, pre-order them and how much they will cost. 
Um, but yeah, I think this has been great, guys. It's been a good fun. time. I'd like to add one last takeaway, and it's that every console has something awesome about it. Xbox has games and things that are awesome about it. PlayStation obviously has way more things that are awesome and great about it. <laughs> Switch has super cool stuff about it. Um, like, we as gamers, I feel like I can speak for all three of us. <laughs> we. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're talking about systems and you said we. <laughs> <laughs> the three of us as gamers love all games. We love games. That's why we're here. True. We talk about clicks because we love clicking buttons yeah now that you said that i have one more story to share uh my wife and i honeymooned in disneyland and it was awesome and when i was in line for this is a huge shout out to nintendo switch when i was in line for indiana jones i saw these people that were in line like next to us so they weren't like in front of us you know the lines like go back and forth they do cut switchbacks or whatever they were in line like to our left, and this guy was holding the Nintendo Switch against his like lower back, and the two people behind him each had a Joy-Con, and they were playing Smash Bros. against each other in line for Indiana Jones. And I was like, those people are winning right now. That is that, exactly how you use the Nintendo Switch right there. That's so also, good. That's also how you do Disney. If you're not doing Disney like that, you need to look at your life true. and make some changes. So true. No, ain't ain't nobody going to bring like a freaking generator, a monitor, and a PS4 and play that. You can't put that in your bag unless your bag is massive. You know what I mean? Yeah. So huge shout out. Yeah, that was epic. That's If I was going to buy another system besides PS4 Pro, I would be buying a Switch at this point. There it is. You know what we should do? Go to Disney and bring a PlayStation 4 just to prove you wrong. <laughs> and video the whole thing. Take it on Space Mountain with us. We get this they, like uh we get like this solar powered like battery pack and everything. We plug everything in, turn it all on, get a game loaded up, and it shuts down because the battery's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy next to us who's playing a Nintendo Switch doesn't even care because he's too engrossed in Breath of the Wild. Mm. 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 You guys have any final thoughts? Anything to add? Any any final take it with you moments? When considering a PlayStation or an Xbox, buy an Xbox or a PlayStation. <laughs> when <laughs> when considering <laughs> buying a PlayStation or an Xbox, please consider the fact that during this review, once again, Micah was filling in for <laughs> Daniel, who was in New York filling in for Tyler. So we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's my final thought. <laughs> uh, yeah, what he said. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this has been awesome. Thanks so much for tuning into Flicks and Clicks. 
specifically the click side. Uh, we will catch you on the flippity flip. I thought maybe if we was having a roast chicken one night or something.